Hello, listeners, and welcome to episode number eight of the Family Gathering Podcast. Here I am, Isaiah, your host, with my co-host, Roy and Bowen, and we will be talking about the hilarious comedy Tropic Thunder today. little background on the movie. It was directed by Ben Stiller, and it just has a stacked cast, which we'll get to later. It more than doubled its budget, raking in $195 million at the box office, and while on the surface, it's a hilarious action comedy about a group of self-centered actors, it has a layer of meta-commentary on how disingenuous actors and the whole Hollywood landscape can be in the hunt for awards and praise. But before we get all to that, let's get to it. Apple bottom jeans is the boots with the fur, the fur, the whole club looking at her. Hey, she hit the flow, she hit the flow. <laughs> you know, low, she get low, 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 low. I can keep on going. It's one of my favorite songs. That was incredible, man. I mean, nice. it's a great song. Um, First off, let's get your guys' Bowen. Let's hear from you first. What is your main takeaway from the movie? Um, Man, I mean, it was just hilarious. Um, I mean, I read nothing about this movie. I had, like, the only thing I knew about it was I knew it was about war. But when it first started, I had just no clue what was happening. It was just (laughs) like, this guy was just like dancing with some hookers and he's like yeah i mean pussy this but i was like what the f-? <laughs> and then and then this with some like jack black like farting was like here's the fart people it's like <laughs> granny and i just had no idea and then so they started funny. and then eventually explained so i understood it was like what the actors were in previously <laughs> but um just all in all just a hilarious movie and i'm always wanted to see it and i'm really glad i did so yeah we'll get more deep into it later nice roy i've been recommended to this movie plenty of times and i finally fully sat down and watched it and i really enjoyed it I liked Ben Stiller. I thought he was the highlight of the film, but there was many other highlights. <laughs> I love whenever you guys give your first reactions. It's just a great... You know the podcast has started when those come in. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, this is one of those films within a film, and it really is just about a group of Hollywood stars who are trying to work together on shooting this war movie about Four Leaf and everyone, but... They're driving the rookie director insane, and they're four months behind schedule, and it's not working. You had those fake commercials at first, but then they immediately transport you to the first one of the days on set where they're shooting the big action scene. What were uh, your takeaways from the war scene? I was pretty confused because I didn't know what was going on, but I thought it was funny how there was only one take to do something, and of course they choked. (laughs) I enjoyed that. Yeah, um, I just thought, like, you know, the beginning scene where just, yeah, it was confusing. It was just a whole, just everything was blowing up in your face and you just have no idea what's going on. And then that one part where <laughs> when Ben Stiller is just, I mean, I don't even know these guys' names, so I'm going to call them their real names. Yeah. But 
Ven is just in the middle and he's getting shot like by all angles, like twenty billion like bullets are pelting this man. And he's just like and then he's just like ah and this is like one of those really cheesy war movie moments. And then he falls down and collapses and then um he and then the the oh my god, what was his name? The other guy that like he went to him. He's he like wasn't crying. Robert then, Downey Jr. Robert oh yeah. Downey. Oh, that was Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Yeah. Kurt. Oh, His name's that's Kurt. crazy. Yeah. Okay, Kurt. I didn't even notice that. But yeah, Ro- my boy Robert Iron Man, he goes up to him, and then he's like, "I can't feel my legs," and then I'm dying. Blah blah. And he's like, "He's like, I want to hold your hand," and then and then <laughs> its heads are all like blown up to pieces oh my god that it was, was hilarious and then yeah. they kind of there was a wide shot and you could see his suit on and it was so <laughs> hilariously fake yeah yeah i also yeah. want to say something about just all movies in general yes in general why do they never really tell the names of the characters it's almost it's like yeah. a marvel movie understand you you should know that but a movie like this they don't explain. Last movie we did, Usual Suspects. I didn't really get them. Yeah. And many movies I've seen before, I'm like, I just call it by the actor or description yeah, exactly. character. Can we get some names? Yeah, man. Yeah, honestly. it's. Yeah. I mean, it'll be awkward and they're like, hey, Josh. No, that's not awkward. <laughs> Give it I don't to know. us once, like... you know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like once, you're right. Yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know what I was talking about right there, but that 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 would be like the right way if you, they just kind of say it like once or twice and then you understand. But like the whole movie, they're like they just use subjects like he, him, like they just don't say they're like forbidden to use the name, you know. I love when but, us three like we find like a common ground that listen, movies have to do more of this, less of this cuz you know, that's what this podcast should be about on top of talking about fun movies. And what I loved about that first scene is, and really the whole movie, it's a perfect just mockery of Hollywood. Like you have all these stars who are trying to do their own thing. Robert Downey Jr.'s character is crying when it's not even in the script. You got the rookie directors just so in over his head. I mean, it's a common thing for especially um, big blockbuster movies where the studio is just, you know, get, putting so much pressure on the director where he can't even just follow through with his vision and the actors. It's just too much. And he, it, it was very realistic, according to people. I mean, I don't understand why they had Jack Black, who's known for a fart movie, <laughs> be in this movie. <laughs> like, come on, man. I mean, he might be really good at farting, but not in this movie. Dude, that's what was so funny about it, because... <laughs> The fate, the movie within the movie, they have Robert Downey Jr.'s character, Kirk, who was this five time just he's like the Leo DiCaprio of, of this era for the movie. Like he can't do any wrong. Then you have Ben Stiller, who's like just this action guy who is making horrible movies that are getting just <laughs> trash at the box. Bro, freaking Simple Jack. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I loved him. Was ranked as the worst movie of all time. <laughs> And then you have the booty slack on, you have Jack Black. Like, it was clearly a movie that just, there was no chemistry and everything's going wrong at first. And early on in the movie, Damien Cockburn, the director, shout out Brand <laughs> from Curb, 
is brought into um, a virtual meeting with the studio head, Tom Cruise and Bill Hader. Uh, how do you guys think that went for him? Um, I mean, pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, um, just like, wait, he was, who is Mr. Cockburn? He was the... The director. The director. I mean, he he's a new director. He has just no idea like how to do anything and he just gets all these like crap just just everything just crap props crap actors like i mean yeah like he's just he's trying to and it's supposed to be like a serious vietnam uh you know war movie and he just has no experience and gets to like the worst uh worst uh material so yeah, pretty bad for Mr. Cock. You know the scene with Man. Kirk and Ben that Bone was talking about? Where like, you were my brother. Yeah. So in the script, it's like Kirk wasn't even supposed to cry, and then they're arguing, and they're like, Damien, what do you do? And one of the biggest things for a rookie director I've heard is actors, they're like, they're studying the director as much as the director's studying them. They're like, if this guy's indecisive, I don't trust him. Like, I'm kind of out. And they're like, well, come on, make make the call, man. That's what he was saying. He's like, everybody cry. Everybody cry. So he completely <laughs> choked his director. And then who wants to talk about the failed pyrotechnic scene with Cody? Oh, um, I'll do it. So the director... So they they had brought these huge explosives for the sh- uh, movie, but they it, you know they can only blow it up once. What was the guy doing that tricked him? Damien, he thought he was giving a signal. Yeah. But, oh, was... he was he was going insane because no one was listening to him. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> and he's he's going insane, and Cody goes, "That's the signal. Let's go." Because <laughs> all these explosions come out of nowhere. <laughs> Was, he said multiple times that they only had one shot and they blew it. I mean, the yeah. whole island just is engulfed with flames. Like, it's insane. <laughs> you no, know, everyone's just looking at it like, oh, damn. <laughs> they gotta have a better signal, man. <laughs> um, so anyway, after the meeting with the studio exec, Tom Cruise, who just tells someone to punch him for how bad he's been. He gets a talking to from Fourleaf, the guy who supposedly oh, that wrote was so the story. Nasty. Yeah. And he is convinced, he's like, these actors, they're, they're babies. You, you can't baby them. Get them out there into the real woods and shoot this like a real movie. And he's just so inspired. He takes it so literally. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so he takes the five actors with Cody and four leaf and in one helicopter no assistance no other video equipment nothing plops him down in the middle of the forest and is the jungle and he's like we got cameras set up everywhere i will be recording here's the script go he's thinking he's all gritty and dark when it's just such a dumb move <laughs> did you guys have any thoughts on his uh directing um it's not good i mean like it sounds okay. Maybe do that to get them accustomed to it, but don't have that be the actual movie. Yeah, I mean, we don't want the actors dying on the job. <laughs> yeah, and who wants to talk about what happens to Damien and everyone's reaction? Beezer's good. Um, so <laughs> he just when like he just blew he up. Just steps, and they're like, "All right, guys, let's let's go. Let's make this trash movie," and then. He just steps on a landmine and blows up. He just, that's, that's literally just 
out of nowhere. So just shocking. And then Ben is like, yo, like this, is, this, is, this is, um, oh, he's, he's like, oh, he, he called him, um, yeah, the director guy was like, oh, I'm Jesus. I'm Jesus Christ. And I, I, <laughs> he just blows up. And then Ben is like, oh, yeah, he must have this magical power. I mean, this is obviously fake. And he picks up, like, the the head, the blown-up head. And he's like, oh, can't you see this is a prop? And he starts, like, eating it for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, ooh, this is blood-flavored head juice or whatever. And then... Oh, yeah. Then, you know, Kirk, I've been in some more uh, visual effects-based movies than you. I can tell a fake yeah. head when I see it. <laughs> And then they just don't. I mean, he's at first they don't. They think it's actually fake. Um, and then they see all the like Viet. I mean, they don't see him, but we do. We see the Vietnamese, Vietnamese, uh, people in the background. They're like stalking him, and they're just pretending that's still moving. It's just hilarious because now they're in this really bad situation where. People are like actually stalking them and trying to kill them. So yeah, and the Vietnamese people think that these guys are soldiers. <laughs> Roy, did you have any uh, thoughts on the scene? Oh, I thought it was funny how they had fake guns, right? Yeah, they did. Were they fake? Yeah, they, they yeah, yeah they're fake. Yeah. They're like blanks, so they couldn't do it. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so he runs like up to the jungle. And he's like, ah, he's just spraying, <laughs> spraying, and the Viet Cong people in the jungle are like. They're not afraid of death. <laughs> uh, and I mean, I'd be so confused because like you're trying to kill them and they're just they don't they're unaware of the situation or at least he is. And then he convinces everyone else to do it. And then they're all pleased because they thought they like shot the scene very well. <laughs> yeah. And can I just say I'm watching this in theaters when Damien blows up and there's that 10 seconds of movie silence. The whole crowd was just dying of laughter. <laughs> you saw it in theaters? Oh, yeah, dude. it was great. 2008, how old are you? Uh, I was like nine. Damn! It was, it was pretty funny, man. Um, one of my favorite comedies. And yeah, after, oh, and before Damien steps on the landmine, he's like, oh, what do we have here? <laughs> and so, yeah, they. Sh- they go crazy and they think um, they've just gotten the script notes from Damien. So at this point, they do all think that it's still a movie and they shoot everywhere. And then Ben Stiller, one of my favorite lines, cut, that's a trailer. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> Classic. And it's just, it's, I, I really like how it's like a movie within a movie, you know? Because it's like you're watching a yeah. movie about someone making a movie, you know, a dream within a dream. Yeah, exactly. Clang. It's like uh, breaking the fourth wall. So it's just mm-hmm. yeah, it's just really cool. But exactly. But um, yeah. I mean, they just keep on going, and then Ben Stiller just says, "Oh, come on, you guys. It's seen like whatever." What, whatever number it is and he starts crossing the river with his like with his gun oh no, no sorry that that's, that comes later i just i sorry sorry screwed up. you're good i mean pretty much what happens after that is they go into the jungle and then cody and four leaf come down and they're like oh my god damien's dead yep and um 
then they're captured by Flaming Dragon. Yeah, that, yeah. Flaming <laughs> Dragon. And why was their leader a kid? That says it's just, was, it's funny, yeah, right? It's just, it just added to the um. I mean, you you, you really old. just don't expect it, you know. Uh, I do martial arts, so my sensei says in the 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 element of surprise is the you know is the best you know type of like you know, ca- catch your opponent off guard. You know they don't know like what you're gonna do in a fight, so when you just meet a leader like oh it's just a little kid like what what's happening here and he pulls out a huge bazooka then oh now oh, he, he caught yeah. you on guard bro like he's gonna blow you up to smithereens <laughs> yeah and after they're captured you go back to the, the five group members and one of the main themes of this movie and it's one of my favorite comedic bits is ben stiller continuing to think they're in the movie <laughs> That's the best part. Yeah, whenever he thinks they're still filming, I just I burst out of laughter. What, did you guys get the same comedic relief too? I, yeah, I did because sure. he was just so oblivious to the fact, and I think it also. I feel like he might have known that it wasn't just a movie, but it just tried to make him feel better that <laughs> he didn't that um the director Damien was just blown to pieces right in front of his eyes and he was carrying his head corpse. So he was probably like, was just kind of going with it. Like, Oh, you know, it's plastic, you know, it's fake, some tricks. And, um, yeah. So he's like, Oh, scene, scene 132. I crossed this, I crossed this lake. And then, (laughs) yeah. Just the whole journey throughout the whole film is just so funny. I know, man. And um, they cut back to his agent, uh, Rick Pecker in Los Angeles, who is one of my favorite characters of the film. Yeah. Shout out Matthew McConaughey, who starred in Interstellar. A he movie looks we so different. About. Yeah. I know, man. Crazy. I mean, he killed it in this, in my opinion. Um, and Pecker's role is <laughs> the bit of him just trying to get TiVo for Ben Stiller out in Vietnam, <laughs> um, which ends up helping them later. But what do you guys think of uh, Rick Pecker, the um, character? Oh, who's going to go first? You can okay. go. Um, I think, I mean, first of all, his name. I mean, earlier we mentioned Mr. Cocker. It's a pretty ex- self-explanatory. And then Cockler. Mr. Pecker is like the same thing. So it's pretty 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 good. Um he he is definitely I mean every character is in this movie is like my favorite character. Like they're all so good, you know. <laughs> yeah. So he goes crazy about the Tebo. He's like, Oh, we gotta get the Tebo, man. It's like, you know, that one hit with um and he just talks about all the movies he's made with, you know, Simple Jack. I mean, that's a pretty Huge movie within this movie within that movie. <laughs> Simple Jack, and then it's just so funny how he shows the clip from Simple Jack, and he's like, "Wait," he says, "Um, he says, I'm happy." Oh, like, "I'm happy," <laughs> whatever. You mama make me happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so their bond yeah, is their awesome. Bond is really great, and they just talks. It's too about, bad they're not and- together a lot. Yes, and they play every time Ben calls him, he's always playing like Wii Sports. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's like, 
Classy. Yeah. <laughs> he is always playing Wii Sports. <laughs> yeah, best game. Yeah, so, I, I really, he's a great character. Yeah, um, although after the lake incident where um, Kirk, Jack Black, uh, Al Pacino, and Kevin leave Tug Speedman, Ben Stiller, at the lake, he pretty much immediately gets himself captured after a He night, was like, right? we're going the wrong way. <laughs> oh, yeah. You want to talk about he, that part? He killed a panda, and then he was like... <laughs> oh, he calls Speedman, and he's like, I killed something I love most. Oh, and he <laughs> thought it was... I don't know what he thought And Speedman, really. and um, Pecker's like, it was a hooker? Okay, listen, you're going to get some bleach, and we're going to get his... No, it was a panda, and he... Amanda? No, it's probably not even a real name. <laughs> I know Amanda. It was just so random. Was he was watching. don't go by the real names. Oh. He's like, that's probably not no word. Amanda. And then he's immediately captured yeah. by going crazy. the flaming dragon. And he still thinks it's a movie, which we'll get to later. It's kind of like... But... It... <laughs> I just noticed this. It's kind of like how... um um. Buzz and Toy Story thinks he's a, he's yeah, a space-like, yeah. you know, captain or whatever, alien. And then and then space Woody had to shut him down. Ranger. Yeah, Space Ranger. And Woody just had to shut him down. So. Oh, my God. I, <laughs> yeah. So. Um, but things are starting to get serious now because from the studio perspective, Tom Cruise, it was so funny in this movie. You're already behind schedule. He doesn't even know it, but his director's dead. But even if he doesn't, he hates the director anyway. And then he finds out from Pecker that Speedman's been captured. If you were um, Les Grossman, Tom Cruise's character at this point, would you consider, sh- would you shut down the film? What, what would your actions be as studio head? Well, I'd go and save the actors, but he didn't really care. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what are you? What are your he thoughts? Really, about? Yeah, exactly. He just doesn't care about anything. I mean, I personally, well, no, you know what? I'll save it for the awards. But okay. he's just such nice. a great Don't character. Um, he he has. I, I I mean, my dad walked in as I was watching it, and he said, "Oh, Tom Cruise," and I said, "What? What do you mean, Tom Cruise? That's not Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise isn't fat and bald." And I was like. <laughs> And he's yes, it is. Robert Downey Jr. is in black. And then the credits came and said Tom Cruise. I was like, oh, what? <laughs> yeah, fun fact on him. They gave him a bald cap, a fat suit. They even made him fat hands. Yeah. And speaking of Robert Downey Jr., so he did blackface for this movie. And recently, they've gotten like kind of um, a lot of criticism for that because blackface isn't really something you do now. But I think this is one of the few cases it made more sense because they were using it to make fun of actors who think they can be other people, you know? Uh, what do you guys think about that these hands? days? Because it's gotten criticism recently. Like now for the movie back then? Yeah, it got like a couple months ago, like Robert Downey Jr. in blackface, which on the surface is not good, but for the reasons they did, they were kind of making fun of the people. They weren't like saying he's racist. No, not. no. And they made fun of it in the movie where Brandon T. Jackson's like, what do you mean? What do you mean, you people? Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> when Ben Stiller at the lake calls him you people, Robert Downey Jr., who is obviously white in the film but playing a black guy, takes it offense, like thinks he's a black guy, saying, what do you mean, you people? And then Brandon T. Jackson who's like, yo, 
screw this guy thinking he's black. What do you mean, you people? <laughs> so that, that was one of my favorite. And I actually just got that this time. Because when I first watched it, I was a baby. I didn't really understand it. Um, so definitely bad. Also, some really controversial stuff. Simple Jack's just been trash because I love it is so mean. Jack. I mean, it's so mean to the word um, you like know, retarded. Yeah. Oh, that's what it was about. Dude. What was that one movie? Um, Charlie with the Mouse. What? What, <laughs> what was that? Wait. It was like in the Curb episode. Richard Lewis was playing the kid. Oh, Mike, yes. Pretty oh, much. Oh, Flowers for Algernon. Pretty much the same. Why? I'm very much confused. Okay, don't watch Flowers for Algernon. Oh. No, you can watch it. It's okay, but. Wait, yeah. is that a show or from Curb? It's a book and it was a movie. Nice. Okay. Um, Moving on, can we please talk about. The Tug Speedman torture scene. Oh, oh! oh I think God. right when he's before the torture scene, right when he's getting brought in. I loved how what was his line? He's like, "Oh, you may have me handcuffed, but you will never break my pride." Is he saying this to the Viet Cong? Yeah, he said something of that nature, and he goes, "Oh, wait, let me do that again," and then he says it again, and, and they so start spinning. They just have. They just have no idea what to do. And then he sees their security cameras. And in his little head, he's like, ooh, it's another camera for the movie. <laughs> but um, does anyone want to talk about the torture I mean, scene? Because that's one of my... Or should we save it? Talk oh, about yeah, it. why not? I mean, he. It's, it's like, as we talked about earlier, he's so immersed in the fact that he thinks it's a movie like <laughs> yeah. Mr. Buzz and Space Ranger. I mean, he's not a Space Ranger. He's not in a movie. He has no idea what's happening to him. You are a toy. Yeah, he is <laughs> a capture person. Um, <laughs> so, and then, so yeah, he confronts the the Vietnamese guy, and they they, they just start spitting at each other, and it was just it's just so hey, funny. Man, and that, then, yeah. and he's and he says he says something like, "Oh, like you can't." You can't capture me or whatever. Like, my, I'll get out of here or something to that effect. And then that whole, like... Deja vu? Yeah, deja vu. That's not deja vu, but... Yeah, and then... So, yeah. Yeah, he was like, such a weird way of capturing him. And, I mean, his hands were, like, tied to a log. <laughs> like, what? Oh, yeah. Okay, And but... he was yelling, um... When he is I in the water. Oh, in the water. <laughs> Okay, so when they do the actual torture part, so there is a torture scene in the scripted movie that the five are doing. So Ben Stiller thinks this is, you know, it makes sense. If there's a torture scene there, he's actually getting tortured. So they're, um, what's it called? They're water, what's it called when you put you someone under water? water? I don't know. Water like torture. Water. Yeah, water torture. And they're bringing <laughs> him up and down, and when he gets brought up, he's screaming, Damien, God! 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 Damien, God! <laughs> i didn't even notice that that's so funny oh my god it's one of my favorite parts of the movie just so convinced it's just saying <laughs> but how does he just not know damien he, isn't there he's with gone him. insane man he's it's like lord of the flies he's yeah. just gone nuts pretty much damien cut <laughs> <laughs> who damien by the way is dead <laughs> and there's no movie 
the brick. Oh my god. But um, the camera still got it. Right? No. No. No, because never mind. Well, no, no cameras got it. He was being tortured in real life. And um as we go back to uh Kirk, Al Pacino, Jeff, and Kevin, what I love is this movie actually makes them do what they were gonna act. They have to go um help Tug escape, get him out of there, get back to civilization that Damien forced them into this anyway. Oh god. Oh, I wanna talk about Please the do. um what was his name? The guy from Percy Jackson. Oh, um, that was Al Pacino. Okay, Al Pacino, his like gay scene. What he? What did he say? Lance instead of Nance. Well, give it a little background. I don't. I don't. Remember. So they're all right. I'll give it, and then you can go. They're at. Um, they are scouting out the Vietnamese heroin kingdom, um, to try <laughs> and get Tug out the next day. And they're kind of just talking, being very reflective, you know, really bonding as actors. And they ask Al Pacino, who is known for his booty sweat. He's a rapper. Like, everyone thinks he can get with any girl he wants. And they said, who's that special person for you? And he says, Lance. And then they go, what? He goes, Nance. I said Nance, because Nance, I guess Nancy. But he said Lance. So he was gay, right? Yeah, and then you actually missed it because you were writing notes, I saw. But at the Oscars, it shows him with... A boyfriend. Oh, oh. And so Jack Black, who they had to tie up because he was going crazy. He was eating, he was like snorting cocaine when he was like, oh, my jelly bean. (laughs) He's like, "Um, Al Pacino, I'll suck you off if you tie me, untie me. (laughs) Thinking he'd do it because he's gay. Funny. Um, as we're getting closer to the end of the movie, can we get a quick um, character analysis on Jack Black's Jeff? Um, Jack, he's one, I mean, he is just, he's like the goofy, just cocaine addict, I guess. Um, yeah. I, I don't know, like, I couldn't really put two and two together, but he, um, I, I really, really like his character a lot. And he's just, He's just crazy. I mean, he he just always wants to eat. He wants to eat some jelly beans. Those are cocaine. He wants to um, man. He's just he's just always just up for anything. And then he says like, "Oh, I did I did the cocaine. Like they're drugs, man. Like you gotta tie me up in the tree and whatever I say. Like you can't let me go until it's like completely washed out of my system." <laughs> And then back to the like the gay scene. He's like, "Oh yeah, I'll, I'll, eat, <laughs> I'll eat your penis," and I'll like I'll slabber it up and just nasty stuff. He's like, man. "No, bro." <laughs> Jack Black, desperate. Um, yeah. And as they're formulating their little plan for the next day, they come to the agreement that Robert, that Kirk, should pretend to be some farmer because he can talk Chinese. And I want to side Vietnamese. No, he talks Chinese. He oh, can he only is? speak Chinese. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, Fact-checking. And uh, his reasoning is, uh, before a role, when I had to play a Chinese person, I spent eight months in a, working in a Chinese textile factory. And for me, that scene is, that line is so funny because throughout the whole movie they're subtly putting in hints at how actors think they're so crazy all this stuff they do to prepare oh. for roles like, <laughs> think about that, working eight months in a Chinese textile like they're in character 
But you yeah, know. they think their little research makes them actually the character. I think the only thing you do to get into characters is either work out to get buff or, like, I guess get fat. Those are actually legitimate. Everything else, you never actually did it, you know? Um, I, but that was a great... Because the whole movie's just making fun of Hollywood. Also, when um, the Viet Cong started to worship Tug because they thought... <laughs> they Because they found out he was Simple Jack and they made him reenact it. One of my favorite parts yeah. of that scene is when he was like getting bees, and he's like, "There must have been a big rewrite." Is there a rewrite? You can talk about it. I mean, that was pretty much it. The torture scene. You meet his the emperor of everyone, and he's this eight year old. Which, as we talked about, <laughs> I think it's awesome. That never happens. One of like one can you name any other movie where the huge big bad villain is that young? Yeah. Um, Simple Jack. And he I is still convinced. But at, yeah. Oh, go. Beezers, can we get a Simple Jack impersonation? Okay, what do you want me to say? Just anything in his voice. He'll be like, <laughs> like, oh, where are the cows? <laughs> <laughs> so this is actually the first scene where Tug starts to get a grip and realize he's not in a movie anymore. Because... They start hitting him and they realize he's Simple Jack and they do worship him and make him do like five Simple Jack shows a night <laughs> and dress him up. That's the that's his real torture. I mean, yeah, and he had to eat someone else's teeth. Oh, God. Ew. I love how the, the woman who pretends to be the other actor in the movie, the second the play's over, takes out her gun and brings him back to jail. <laughs> um, but anyway, it's the next morning now and the team is moving in. And the plan is for Kirk to distract the Vietnamese people with Jeff on the big um, horse thing. What was that? The, the animal. Bull? Yeah, the bull. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's a horse thing. <laughs> the horse. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a black bull. Um, and he just, that's the distraction. So Kevin and Al Pacino can go around and try and, you know, save everyone. Cappuccino. And Kirk's Chinese is so broken. And reading those closed captions, you can see they're like, what is this guy talking about? He's like, you speak of strange sounds. <laughs> you speak with strange So he, he like is kind of getting it, but it's completely broken Chinese. But it works enough where Al Pacino and Kevin um, get to rescue Four Leaf and Cody, which is huge because Cody has all the explosives and Four Leaf's another guy to help out there. At this point in the movie, what were you guys thinking? Um, I just thought like the the way that they had the distraction. Oh, what? Continue. Oh, it, the distraction. Um, they had their little plan. You know, you could tell they worked it out for a long time to save my boy Ben and uh, just <laughs> simple Jack and uh they um they distracted them for you know an uh long enough and then they just started just just firing and they just just went in there like they just stormed you know the um the the base and uh yeah just a great great scene yeah this is one of my favorite scenes because Things just get crazy. I mean, yeah. when everyone starts shooting at each other and Jeff grabs the kid and is like, take me to the heroin. And then he just sacks him into the other room. Oh, the sack was great. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
and then yeah they yeah they start fighting and then and then they're like oh they tell jack black like oh you you're better than this and then he takes the the heroin i called it cocaine but the heroin and his hands and he like slams this guy and he's like oh don't worry we got it i mean no he says we gotta get out of here before they wake up in sixteen hours. Because <laughs> <laughs> he knows that past experience exactly. Um, so really, all they gotta get is Tug, and mm-hmm. Tug is not ready to leave. Let's just say that. Um, what did you guys think about Tug in this scene? <sighs> which, which scene? Where they're like, "We're breaking you out. Let's go." This, this is quick, yeah, right? and then he's so, like, "Oh, I leave. got." I had he built this a relationship with this one little kid. The kid who's like three oh, years dude. old. When he and he's like, no, I gotta stay yeah. back with him. And they're like, no. And then, and then he's like, never mind, never mind. And he's this kid is stabbing him in the back. He's like, just on his back, just stabbing him. And he's like, no. And then he throws him off into the river. And that was so funny him. how he was flown through the air. That was Long, quite the yeah. jump. And then he gets on the helicopter. And you know, and then uh, yeah. Mr. Rabbit. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, pretty much it wraps up. They escape. Pecker brings the TiVo and saves them with the grenade by blocking it. Which was did we insane. cover why he came? Oh, we thought when Stiller was on the phone with him and got he captured, died. He went to save his pal. That's yeah. Pecker's a good agent. Oh, I'll we'll talk about it later, but. Nine eleven. The film continue. ends with him finally getting the Oscar for the movie. Oh yeah, and it's a beautiful end game. That's why I was saying earlier about the cameras. Like, didn't they get the torture? Like, cause they put secret cameras, and then they won the Oscar. No, I guess the it... the thing was they finished the movie. Oh, like that, that was the oh, and the beginning oh. scene. They got a new director. They actually made the movie after the beginning scene with Robert Downey Jr. and Ben Stiller. Oh yeah, it happened at the end of the movie. Wasn't that great? That was great. Yeah, <laughs> nice and nice little tie-in moment <laughs> on a mo motif. Um, uh, speaking of which, I think uh, I have talked about the film's plot enough. Do you guys have anything else to add it's before time we get for... into the awards? Yeah, it's time. Okay. So. The first award. Let's go to Bowen first. The sixth man. Can we we go like me, then Roy, and then me, and I mean, me, Roy, and then you, and then kind of go in that circle? Sure. Okay. Go for it. Okay. Okay. So Lou will will six man. I'm going to say Pecker. Yes. Because he, uh, you know, kind of, he saved them with, with throwing that, um, it was like a case, right? To block the grenade. The TiVo. It was the TiVo. What's yeah, the TiVo. TiVo. Yeah, it's yeah. like a cable box. Ah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Why would he bring it? Because he's like, "You are my client, and you're gonna get the TiVo." Oh. <laughs> he didn't have cable. His so man is TiVo. <laughs> but uh, he came. He came in clutch, you know. Um, and he stayed tried and true with his friend, so that's why I select him. Great choice, Roy. Pecker was also my pick. Because of how he saved them at the end and just all the other stuff he was doing, like um, Tom Cruise was ready for letting, gonna let them die. Yeah. Doing, he's like, nah, I'm, I'm gonna save them. Yeah, it was a great moment. Um, agents are usually known to be cold-hearted people, but 
he really showed some empathy in that moment, and it was beautiful. And some fun behind-the-scenes facts about Pecker. He was your pick also? Yes. He was originally um, cast. Tom Cruise was cast to be him. They didn't have the role of the studio exec less until Tom is like, let's get a studio guy in there. And then Owen Wilson was supposed to be Pecker, but he had to back out for personal reasons. And Matthew McConaughey steps in. And he just kills it. I mean, he's awesome. He's the first scene. Yo, it's the pecker. He's just great, man. And the, oh, the one of the funniest bits is um, Flaming Dragon calls. And they're like, Tug Speedman is with us now. And he's like, are you another agency? And he, thinks, flaming dragon. he thinks they're an agency poaching his client instead of like bad people. But yeah, and then he saves everyone. Pecker's definitely the sixth man. He swept the award. Mm-hmm. Moving on, Bowen, what was um, your most inspirational scene or moment? Uh, I didn't really have one. I guess if uh, I, I guess that one moment where at the it happened twice, you know, at the beginning of the mm-hmm. movie where he's like, uh, where Ben is dead on the ground and he's like dying. He's like, oh, I can't feel my legs. My <laughs> no, because they're in a puddle. And then, uh, and then it happened again, and they were like kind of just talking it out like oh no i'll be there with you but i mean there wasn't at least in my opinion like a really inspirational quote interesting that you know in my opinion i so i agree i put pecker actually coming to the island to save them and we kind of just talked about that so <clears throat> that's it yours. that was beautiful i actually did have two um, uh, my honorable mention is he gets the oscar which i thought was cool because his whole career, he never got one, and that's all the validation he'd been hoping for. That's um, inspirational? Yeah, but the inspirational one for okay. me, uh, this is actually my number one inspirational one. Um, when Kirk and Tug are um, arguing right as they can leave the Vietnamese um, torture chamber, um, Kevin and Al Pacino are trying to get them out, but they're talking, and they won't leave, and they're going insane. And they're both becoming really insecure. One of Kevin's best lines is the insecurity among you people is insane. Um, <laughs> like, what the hell are you guys talking about? Him and Al Pacino, who are clearly younger, they start to tell them, listen, I memorized all of your stuff in film school. I mean, when in acting class, you guys are some of the best people. Al Pacino's like, yeah, I, I was, uh, I'd smoke to um, Scorcher Six. And it was just really good. It got them feeling happy, giving them the validation telling them how they inspired them. I really did think that scene was inspiring. Huh. But um, hmm. luckily I'm alone. Why luckily? Unique. Um, yeah, unique. Different. Different. Some um, good I'm different. uniqueness. Uh, let's see if any of you guys are unique with your favorite music moment, the John Williams Award, Bone. Um, I, I'm definitely going to say the... Low T Pain yeah. is one of my favorite songs. The second I heard it, I was like, "Yo, I know what that song is called," and I, it's definitely the best because it's one of the greatest things uh, scenes in my opinion. Because they're they're discussing about you know um uh what's his uh oh my god what's his name Ben Stiller's Tough. agent oh Pecker uh oh yeah Pecker discussing with you know Tom Cruise uh about uh about like just the money and, and tom cruise just is giving up and he just wants to get like a jet and 
And he's like, what, are you really giving them up for a jet? And he's like, yes. <laughs> and then and then um, he just started blasting out of nowhere. Yeah. Whoa. He's like, apple bottom jeans and boots, boots with the fur. The fur, the whole club looking at her. Hey. And then she had the fuck. And then they all start busting it out and dancing. And it's just so random great. and i just love randomness and of course it was, it was so BS randomness yeah um exactly. VR, what he said that's definitely mine too honorable mention too no way we're not u- unique at all we're the same does that get back yeah the ending song and that was for awesome what it's worth was another song oh the know. the cute little cowboy sad one um yeah my official one has to go to low because tom cruise kills everything about that scene um moving on the awards list bowen uh what was your funniest moment or character um just uh uh, this is just a little side thing i don't think he was the funniest character but uh when when uh pecker is just every time he calls him as i mentioned before he's just playing wii sports and uh i just love that game and it's just like it's you know nostalgic for me and just hilarious but i think and he's just crazy about the tivo yeah man that's all he cares about but i think the funniest my funniest character is actually uh as i just mentioned uh the boss you know the um tom cruise's character because he's just he just busts down just music anytime he wants to and doesn't give a crap about anyone. He just does not care about just, yeah, about anyone. And just, he's just like that one scene where um he calls, um he calls a uh, fire dragon. He's, he's Flame. tells him to like, Flame. I'm going to have to say some profanity, but he's like, Oh, we're gonna rip you to pieces, and we're gonna blow you up, and you're like, "Fuck you!" And you're gonna fucking die. <laughs> and it's my favorite scene. Uh, it's just that it's, it's just so funny how he just destroys this. He think the Vietnam the Vietnamese guy thinks he's like the big shot, and he and he has the power, but no, he has no power compared to Tom Cruise's character, and he's gonna rip him to pieces. So funny. And uh, yeah. So, yeah. Great call. My favorite scene was when Ben Stiller was like, whoa, wait, wait, let me redo that line. <laughs> or my funniest moment was that because he still thinks it's in a movie and he's basically just got captured. I, I just loved every moment where he thought it was a movie. Oh, completely agree. It was real life. Yeah, I agree with that. My favorite action one, if I had to choose, would be, God, Damien, God. <laughs> yeah, that's a trailer right there. You have everything. Even the small thing at the beginning when he's watching the As- Access Hollywood piece and they're like, someone close to you said, you-, you really need to get your act together. And his response is, somebody said they were close to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, some other honorable mentions, uh, Damien going insane. That's a signal. Go, go, go. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. I mean, yeah. oh, and my second favorite, which we touched upon, Ben's like, he says it to Kirk on the bridge before they all leave. I mean, this is my family. I have a kid. I'm going back. He's like, I'll see you, mate. And then five seconds later, he's running with the kid stabbing on his back. <laughs> I was wrong! <laughs> How he threw the kid like a yeah. propeller. Speaking of so kids, funny, <laughs> speaking of kids, though, it's just 
another just oh my god the whole movie is just so funny but speaking of kids he's talking to pecker and, and he says something about being like adopted and he's like oh no nah, you shouldn't do it man you shouldn't adopt a kid like i'm stuck with this kid it's just like this weird kid. i know it's so sad <laughs> it's so weird. at least you got to they don't even give it a credit i'm stuck with mine <laughs> Oh man, yeah. I mean, the funniest scene for the funniest movie is it's a great combo. Uh, switching tones a little bit, switching gears. Bowen, what was your most emotional moment of the movie? Uh, I think I don't, I don't want to cover it too much because when I when that scene when he's like Ben Stiller is dying and you know it kind of like paralleled twice yeah. throughout the movie, so. I don't know that that was my scene, but I don't want to take too much time about that one. There weren't that many emotional moments. But yeah, exactly. But I went so. with him winning the Oscar at the end because that it, was great. It was the only thing I found that emotional. That was great, and Bowen, my, I agree with you. I thought that one was so emotional because the first time they're kind of just doing it as actors, and the second time they were truly doing it as friends. And ironic, unironically, that was the best scene because they both were crying and it was real. Um, so that yeah. was definitely most it's emotional. Like you can't movie. fake a laugh. No, exactly. Um, yeah, that's true. The next award, I had a little difficulty with this one, but it was great. Dynamic duo, Bowen. Who's your dynamic? I think for this movie, you can't have a dynamic new duo. Well, I did. I, I just all of them works for at least what I did. And then <laughs> he said, "Well, I did." And then uh, I just I'm just gonna say that all the. All the um, all the like soldiers, oh, just all of them the together, are just so great. Just the the team, <laughs> they all work out so perfect. I mean, Jack Black is just hilarious and goofy. He's like that, just he's just crazy. I mean, he's like, and then yeah, pretty much. And then, <laughs> and then uh, Ben is like the leader, and he thinks he's in the movie, but he's not. And then. We got, you know, just everyone else just has just, they're just, you know, just the, the uh, cast is stacked as we, as Isaiah said earlier. I agree with Beezers, but I went with Tug and Kirk because I just felt they had the most synergy together and kind of had the most time together, even though they were split up for a good part of the movie. You just got that dynamic duo vibe. I thought you guys had the best answers. Those were two of the ones I was thinking about. Deep honorable mention, Cody and Fourleaf. I mean, Cody finds out his idol is just a fraud, and they have to work together to set up the explosives and get the gang out. But as much as I love the five gang members together, I got to go Kirk and Tug because they're not even, like, the Woody Buzz type duo. Well, they kind of are because they don't like each other at the beginning. And that's what's cool about it. You know, they're not the perfect dynamic duo. They have to work through their problems, get separated. But when they come back, end of the movie, you see how happy Kurt is that uh, Ben Stiller finally wins the Oscar. Moving on, we have the Toughest Look Award. One of my favorites. Uh, Oh, Oh, Roy looked ready to go. You don't have a tough look, Beezers? Beezers? We've lost him. We've lost him, folks. We may have to finish the podcast without him. 
Uh, <laughs> Roy, did you have a toughest look? It says he's connected, so we'll just wait till this guy. That is on. a tough look. That's a a guy. Do you yeah, hear me now? Oh, yeah, what happened? I was. <laughs> it's a very tough look. <laughs> I yeah, was fiddling one. with this. This, I don't know, man. Like I was just fiddling Hold with the some gym, stuff. Fiddling with the remote. But um, my tough. <laughs> you know, it's it's real. This is a real podcast, so it gets everything. <laughs> off. Yeah, I knew we were chill because he was connected. All right, so go for it. My toughest, toughest look, look is when, uh, when Jack. I thought Jack Black threw the the bomb and kills the director and killed. I just thought he <laughs> no. threw it, so that's how I put. But that just even the, the reason that he even he didn't throw it, that's still pretty tough, dude. This, he's like, oh, we're making a movie. It's going to be real. And then boom, he's gone. And every little part of his body is just just blown to pieces. And just and just I mean, that's really tough. That's a, he's gone, man. Beezers, this guy's stealing all my picks, but I'll give an yeah, honorable, honorable mention. Yeah, mention instead. Spice it up. Um, just Stiller, Tug thinking they're being filmed. It's a movie the whole <laughs> <Yeah>. time. <laughs> Which we've touched on. A lot. I mean, I gotta go um, with Damien, just the entire character, pretty much. I mean, he doesn't have one scene where, like, he comes out on top. Who's the director? Cochran, Brand, the director. director. Well, exactly. That's how irrelevant he was. I mean, what is sad is that any first-time rookie director, like, you get to make this big of a movie, it should be your coming-out party. And he just, I mean, not only does he... He's just going out. Yeah, yeah, he dies. So that's the toughest look you could have. But, I mean, you're really going to fake a signal and lose all the pyrotechnics, man? You can't be... You just can't have this rookie stuff. For a big time movie, yeah, you know, know. this can't happen. Well, you know, we were rookie directors making a. Well, actually, we were in our third movie. We we're veterans by then, but you just can't have this kind of stuff. You know, you have one chance. You need a, a steady hand. Hey, in mom, want to go on the podcast? Hi, guys. That's the yeah. We have a oh, we yeah. have a guest. Whoa, guess. Okay, yeah, just put her on the spot for a sec. Okay, for all the millions of people who are going to watch this, more like three people. But <laughs> the average is like yeah, 15. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Um, next award? Yes, next award because toughest look was pretty solid. The Michael Jordan Clutch Award. Roy, you look ready to go. Let's hear from you. I'll go with Pecker. I mean, he saved him at the end. He went back. We kind of talked about this already. So, Pecker. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um Bowen. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say uh um well the yeah, the yeah, Pecker. I mean who else could it possibly be? You know? So it was yeah, it was definitely God, Pecker. Dang, we need um, a more uniqueness. But yeah. I have a huge honorable mention. Hey. Oh. It was definitely four leaf. Um, putting his hands to good use when they're like, oh my god, we didn't blow the bridge yet, and he runs from the copter and he just dives and slams it and the bridge explodes behind them more time. Ah. So that was a huge clutch moment redeeming himself from, you know, just kind of, I mean, one of the most underrated parts of the movie is he's a fraud. Like, he was a janitor and he pretended he went on this mission. Ah, yeah. I remember that now. Um, We got two more awards, though. 
And I'm curious what you guys have for this. I had the most trouble deciding on this, but Bowen, who was your MVP? Um, oh, I, 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 it's just so hard to put this. I just say all the characters have a strong part, but I'm gonna. I don't. It could honestly. Pecker was pretty big, you know. Pecker, I love I mean, Pecker, I love, man. He so Beezers, he's your six man. Dude, he's everything. <laughs> he's like Lou Williams. He's not even my favorite character. My as I, my favorite character is the the boss guy, Tom Cruise. But I don't know. So I'll just they had they all had. You know what? I don't want to be that guy who says all of them. I'm gonna say that who was the guy that could like, like speak. It. Uh, Chinese or Vietnamese or whatever. Kirk. Yeah, Kirk. Robert that Dunn was Dunn. that was pretty clutch because without him, they wouldn't have been able to get into you know, yeah, sure. the the base. So, yeah, he was he was yeah MVP. I'm gonna go with uh Tug Speedman, Ben Stiller's character, just because of how funny he was and. I mean, I kind of felt like he was the main character, like yeah, and he was also the director of the movie. There you go. On the poster, he was the first guy, and I feel he had the most screen time, so he's yeah. my pick. That's a great choice. I the way I put it to myself is the movie that we are watching, like the actual Tropic Thunder. It's got to be Tug because he's comedically carries it. He's so funny. He's in every. He's in most the most scenes, but. Within the movie, for their job, I have a Dark Horse MVP. It was Kevin. Who? <laughs> Kevin. The rookie actor. I'm gonna, I'm, oh. I have my case written out. Kevin was the only one who went to the mandatory boot camp, the only one who read the book, the only the one who read the script. Guy? Shout out Roy. When, yeah, when Roy uh, was in our movie for Ghost Cocaine, he never read the script, so I'm sure he can relate. That's that's tough. That's very. It's a tough one. Why he was pointing at me? I wanted you to acknowledge you never read our script, but you know Roy was great. He memorized every line like five seconds before we shot. But anyway, Kevin uh, is the only one who knows how to read a map. He inspires uh, Robert Downey Jr. and Ben Stiller to get them out of there, and he's the only one who's not annoying to Damien when they're acting everyone else is complaining and whining and not doing the scenes he was your most valuable player he was to them he helped you right. get out of this that's fair enough yeah. and he navigated the map for yeah, he's, yeah. The, he's the map I mean, guy them. you know the guy yeah so the he map was, guy. he was he, their mvp the mvp of the movie though is tug speedman yeah um favorite scene i'll go with um Whenever he thought he was in the movie, or just the simple Jack scenes, I thought it was so funny when they like, hey, it is the worst movie. Yeah, he's like, oh, I don't want to do it. It is the worst. I just thought it was so funny. Yeah. Worst movie. And when they, yeah, worst movie of all time. And then when they started praising him, thinking he's like a god, that was class. Because they only have access to one movie. Yeah. Yep. Bowen, who was, uh, what was your favorite? I scene? said this earlier, but when I when uh when uh, Tom Cruise call, calls uh, Fire Dragon and he says, "quote <laughs> uh we're gonna like that uh, no actually not quote I'm sorry um paraphrasing he's gonna fucking die he's gonna rip him to pieces he's and. Yeah, that was just hilarious because he was, as I said, like, 
the Vietnamese guy was was say, oh, you have to pay all this money to get him back, and he's like, oh, who do you think you are? And then, and then you could see the in the shot, he was, he was just so just gassed, flabbergasted, and he was like, "Oh damn, are we gonna are yeah. we gonna die <laughs> when we're supposed to be the people in charge?" So, yeah, sorry for my profanity, but you know, I just I just had okay. to say it, man. Any kids on the podcast? Yeah, I'm sorry, it's fine. You grow up to learn these words, anyways. I don't know why people make it a big deal about kids hearing swear words. You know, you just don't want kids. But you know, I was gonna That's say for another, another podcast. podcast. <laughs> Let's talk about it a bit after I say my favorite scene, which I won't spend too much time on. It's the whole break into the heroin plant. You have all the uh, actors together again. They're working together. It's so funny. You got the guns everywhere that don't work. The Jack Black tackling the kid. Just everything. They finally escape. And uh, Pecker comes in, saves the day. Just a beautiful scene and a great ending action scene that I loved. I barely even noticed all the drugs in the movies to me, really? for some reason. I mean, there was... In this I mean, movie. What it was... Like, the drugs that they were talking about, it just kind of went mm. over my head. I, I didn't think, like, oh, they're going in there to get the drugs. I thought they are just going in there to save their guy. They're they doing were. a little bit of both. <laughs> I mean, Jack, you know. the Well, Jack was yeah, the only one who yeah, wanted the drugs. But he was just. Yeah, that just part flew it, over my head. I just love how, yeah, you're, I mean, how they just went in every time they battled. They had no idea what they're doing because it's like a movie. And they're just shooting in miscellaneous places. It's like, ah! <laughs> and then it's just what the hell are you guys talking about just how they how oh just, that was great I, just just get in there. What the fuck is I have a question yeah. go for it <sighs> 1v1 in the post who wins flaming dragon first the brain freezer <laughs> oh my god for the, should we explain the brain freezer for the band the brain freezer wins, bro. He just yeah. freezes them. They're done. He is, but flames. Whoa. The brain. Should we explain we the brain have to explain freezer? Or else people will think we're <laughs> the brain. <laughs> we're forever. Right, brains are frozen. It. So if you've ever watched Johnny no. Tess, you know who the brain freezer is. <laughs> he's a legend. He's just a villain, and he refers to himself in the third person, <laughs> and he's like, "You'll never escape the brain freezer." <laughs> Yeah, um, that's some yeah, that's some that's inside it. joke. Premium family gathering cheese. cheese. And also, back to my little kids will learn the bad language. Anyways, you said after that, did you have anything to say? Because they will, as long as you tell your kids, as long as you um, speak re- normally, as long as you raise your kids correctly, say don't use those words. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like I parallel it. Unless it's funny. Finding out Santa Claus isn't real. You kind of wait. Santa Claus isn't real. That's crazy. Wow, that is blue. I like that. That, I'm so. That's kind of my parallel for a very long time. Going to depressed, crippling depression. So this isn't a therapy. What's wrong with finding out Santa isn't real? It's not like you're not getting gifts anymore. Yeah, I mean, we're... There, I I agree with you, and there's nothing actually wrong. It's just kind of like it's, it's a society. I mean, rule it was tough fake. for me when I figured out the tooth ray wasn't real. I mean, 
Yo, should we go into really? a funny really? story about the Tooth Fairy? I mean, not for me, but my sister. Lay it on us. We should, but before we do, keep that in mind. Do you guys want to completely finish our Tropic yeah, Thunder Yeah, I, I said I loved it. Just so ending yeah. thoughts. That's yeah. all I had. Um, yeah, I think we've pretty wrapped I mean, pretty much wrapped it up. I just think that it was just so, so creative, man. It was so, it was so weird. It was Original. like, like the, yeah, you know, the Zohan... And this, like, <laughs> it had, it was crazy, but it wasn't, I, I don't know. It was just, it, I was just so, uh, just so much about it. I was just, I loved it so much because I was laughing just pretty much the whole entire movie. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Same with I don't those. know. I, I, mean, I think we wrapped it up pretty well. Just, it's a great. Yeah, I mean. As funny as the movie was, and I've spoken about this, I loved how they also had the commentary on Hollywood. And another great one is Tom Cruise talking to his deputies like, a nutless monkey could do your job. And the joke is, studio execs, like, I'm sure that I've never been a studio exec. They don't actually do anything. Like, they do, but they don't. Like, anyone could actually do the job. So, that was the joke behind that. Beezers, your story on the It's not me. But, uh, I don't, well, okay, so this happened to my sister, and, uh, she has no idea I'm telling this story, so I don't know, maybe she'll get mad at me if she watches it, but who, who cares? Um, so, ba- <laughs> so basically, um, she, like, she just was, was, like, sleeping or something, and then she just happened to, like, I think she, like, heard my mom walking into the room and she just like was carrying i think it wasn't money she was like carrying like a little present or something and she just like saw her and she just said what are you doing carrying that thing and she was like uh nothing and then she's like and then it was just it was just funny how she just woke woke up and and saw my mom like walking in and she's like that's not for tooth from tooth fairy present right and she's like no and she says yeah it is and then it was just a whole thing how she just found out um to be completely honest that's like not the story there's it's different i kind of just like i i i kind of just said that but um yeah, because what you just described is like every single person. Yeah, there's, realization there's actually of the like it's yeah. different. I don't know how that was. Also, made. that wasn't fun. <laughs> yeah, I I real I like I was so I was gonna say it right, and it's then and then progress. I forgot yeah. about what actually happened. Oh, but I was in too deep, so I just fabricated the whole story. So just start right now. No, I don't remember it. You know, we don't need a second fab. All right, let's prevent a second fab. All right, too deep, bro. Wait, I could I could segue into another story that we remember. I was in too deep, like the quicksand that we were stuck in that one time in Canada. Oh yeah, doing something, dude. Yo, so we were in Saskatchewan and. We were just exploring this like, swamp area, and I started noticing every time I stepped, I started getting lower and lower. I'm like, yo, I'm out. I'm gone. You, I, th- I told him, I think it's quicksand. We should get out of here. And he's like, no, dude, it's fine. So I go back to the car, and I'm just chilling there. Where is this again? Canada. Oh. 
And his mom's like, Boeing, get out of there. That's quicksand. He's like, what? (laughs) Dude, freaking symbol Jack, bro. We have a good shot of us both like, just chilling and then, in there. And then my oh, shoe, like, like I had it's to take Bob it or... off in my muddy-ass feet, dude. <laughs> I was, like, walking the car and we're getting it off on the car. And it was just... We have to do an episode about just our family yeah, tree. That was, that, was, that was crazy. We almost sunk in quicksand. So, yeah. Classic. It was pretty fun, you know, being quicksand. You just slowly sinking. It's pretty awesome, actually. Quite frankly, uh, should we call it Isaiah? Do you want to say anything? You haven't spoken for like. No, really. I mean, I usually speak a lot for the podcast. So I was, I'm pretty pleased with my speakage right, right. levels percentage. It's, good, um, it's come good speakage. <laughs> my speakage Dude, stats. Yeah, are pretty I mean, solid. not over the top like me. <laughs> I just babble the whole time. I mean, I made up a whole story. Gotta love it. Spirit. So. <laughs> um i do want to talk i think we need to have more family um we might have to do a whole episode like scenes in between maybe like this one or uh, i don't know we'll have to figure it out man we're 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 still new we're kind of noobs in this we're we're still figuring things out we just finally hopefully if this worked the mic sounds better from my end because you know this website yeah hopefully it'll work um so. I am pretty pleased with this podcast. We're going to have more family stories later. We're getting someone on the podcast this week. We promise you fans that. We're getting a family. We got to get a guest. Yeah, I think. We'll talk about this off air. So it's a Thanks surprise. Thanks for watching. Drop a review. Yeah. Drop a comment. Um, I guess. Um, like. Write a comment. Share. About my... Give us a five-star rating. Thanks for watching. Yeah. We're out. Write it. Yeah.